Welcome, everybody, to the Hollow Chronicles podcast. I am one of two hosts that are normally here. My name's Andy. My buddy Josh had to skip out last minute for a little uh, family emergency. Now, he's okay. His household is okay. But uh, if you could send some thoughts and prayers Josh's way, I'm sure he would appreciate it. Um, uh, but he'll be he'll be back. Don't you don't you worry, he'll be back. Uh, but tonight, I'm flying solo for a minute here. I brought a buddy along to kind of uh, co-pilot with me this evening. And we've got, you know, let's see, as I look through my notes that I just wrote, we've got four, four things, actually it's like three and a half things to talk about. I don't know how long it's gonna take. It might be half an hour, might be an hour. But I am glad you are here. I'm glad my buddy Nick is with me this evening. And uh, for those that are catching this on the Rewind or on the audio platforms, appreciate you being here as well. Uh, Got to give some shout outs to uh, some folks here, Mr. Rez, Matt, Framey, JD, the usual suspects, Gary. Um, it's good to see all you guys. Scuba Pete, always love to see you guys here. Um I want to announce that for the last few days, um, we've got our Discord channel, or do you say Discord server? I'm still learning the lingo for that. We've got our Discord set up, and we've been uh, playing around with it with our patrons uh, this week, and we will be opening it up to the public uh, on Monday of next week. So if you're into Discord, we're on now, and uh, we'd love to share with you. Now, I will say this. Um, not every conversation thread is open to the public. We do have, at right now, we do have a couple of conversation threads that are private to just our uh, patron group. Um, and uh, if you'd like access into those, uh, you can become a patron at patron.com slash holochronicles. Uh, for the price of just one cheeseburger a month, you can be a patron to the Hollow Chronicles podcast and join a very, um, very cool group of people that are all about the sharing and uh, uh, discussing the latest and even the old vintage Star Wars toys and collectibles. So without further ado, I'm going to bring... Now I'm doing all, I'm doing everything tonight. I'm doing the content, I'm doing the computer stuff, so you'll have to bear with me. But I uh, want to bring a friend of the program on, Nick Milkey. A lot of you guys probably know Nick. He's been on with us before. Uh, he's a friend of the Beyond the Blast Stores network when we were all doing that together. And he's got his own podcast called Podcast of the Wills, where he does a fantastic job of a one-on-one -on -one interview and gets to know people within the Star Wars community a little bit better. And uh, welcome, Nick Milkey, back to the show. What's up, dude? I, when I knew Josh couldn't make it tonight, you were my first call because, <laughs> and this is a great segue, because the, the poster that I got 
mm-hmm. um, is one I know you're going to love. I'm sure of it. I'm no. routinely jealous of your art collection on a very regular basis. So I know the light's a little weird in my room right now, but I've got, you know, gallery format behind me here. <laughs> Actually on three of the four walls. We'll do a walkthrough one of these days. But um, uh, let me just pop up some uh, comments here. G-Force, I'm glad your Lego set finally arrived. You were the last. That was the last package out of that uh, um, auction that we did. And I'm glad uh, now I can say all the boxes are checked off. Um, An update on that. We've got all the money sitting in our PayPal. And I inquired um, on Friday of last week about setting up an opportunity to you know, go down and with maybe some members of the Portland 501st to present a big check to, you know, whoever accepts those things down, uh, down at Dornbecker's Children's Hospital. But um, we're getting some pushback on being able to do that because of COVID and, and new mandates that are being uh, sent, sent out. And so I don't know how we're going to do that, but um, we're going to, we're, we're going to definitely get that money to them here probably within the week. So, um, Anthony, it's good to see you too, bud. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the shirt. Yes. Uh, every t-shirt I have is pretty much a t-shirt that has star Wars on it, or it's a school shirt where I work. So, well, yeah. and because I was, I was a last minute fill in, I am wearing a space shirt. It's NASA but it's not normally when I'm prepared and actually throw on a Star Wars shirt. So I'm sorry I've let you down in that regard right <laughs> off the bat. Hey, you know, we can't, you know, I, I Beggars can't, or excuse me, what was that? Beggars Canyon back home. Beggars Canyon, I was thinking uh, Beggars can't be choosers or something <laughs> like that. So I'll, I'll take it, Nick, is what I'm trying to say. I'll take it. Um, uh, good to see you, Jeff. And uh, others in the chat here that are joining, we're picking up a little steam here. Um, okay, so this poster that I have to share, Nick, Let's you see. you buy what we all can see behind you. You like to put things up on walls. How's I your do. space situation right now? <laughs> I am very much out of space. And um, I have off camera on this side, I have some space I could have expanded into if I move a little bit. Off to the left, I have just a very little bit. It's not on-camera space. I have a couple of posters in my closet inside. Um, But not a lot of room left, but that hasn't stopped me because, as I mentioned to you before we started, I have a poster right here that's waiting to go in a frame. Um, And it's a three of four set, so there's one more that's going to have to go with that. Uh, Ceiling time might be in order. You're right, Matthew. Um, But... I love the artwork and it's either that I'm just going to keep expanding into spaces that only I get to see, or I need one of those big cardboard racks that you get at like cons and stuff where you can just flip through them, you know, like a big giant folio or something like I'm going to have to come up with something, but, um, but yeah, in fact, I've got the Ralph Macquarie prints, some of those framed up, but I have like 18 more in the house that also need frames and a place to go. So Those are nice enough to go in the house. They don't need well, to go out in the Star Wars shit. I'm going to give you my wife's phone number, and I'll let y'all talk about this after, off air. I've got two hanging up in our closet, in our master shared closet. So that's a small victory in and See. of itself. 
It's like the Borg. It absorbs <laughs> itself. It kind of works its way. Well, and maybe what I need to do is um, this Sunday, she's actually going to be on the show with me. And so I'm already having to figure out that I'm going to have to move everything in order to create enough space for both of us to sit here. And so I may have to open up some poster wall space for the camera then too. So, you know, you could also get one of those fisheye lenses that kind of does like a 180, <laughs> you know, maybe get some things in the corners that you can't see at the moment, but yeah. And um, I see Framie's comment about their sparkling new Jason Christman prints. And I'm going to try to avoid that comment because that was where my heart was set on your fantastic auction, by the way. And congratulations again. But those prints were what I had my eye on. And I have to say, if I was going to lose out on them, to lose out on them to some fellow Alabamians that I love, that's the way to go. Well, Nick, I I, I don't mean to be a guy with spoilers, but you will have another opportunity to get yourself a crisp Christman. That's what I like um, to hear. Um, all right. So a while ago, um, <laughs> Jeff has a good comment here. Uh, put your camera <laughs> on an oscillating fan. That's a great idea. Like you know, necessity is the mother of invention. So that's right. Uh, <laughs> People will be seasick halfway through the show. That sounds awesome. Yeah. You're, you're constantly trying to, you need a chair on what, wheels. What was that he was trying to say? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> um, you alluded to earlier of being a big fan of Ralph McQuarrie. Yes, indeed. Um, for the for the diehards, the Star Wars diehards, they know Ralph McQuarrie from a lot of his concept art mm -hmm. for the original trilogy. He brought to life a lot of the ideas that George Lucas had kicking around in his mind, and uh, and some of some of his concept art that didn't make it in is pretty dang cool. Mm -hmm. So cool that in fact Funko Pop makes cons Ralph McQuarrie concept pops. Absolutely. Um, and and those are those are pretty cool. I have one. I don't have many pops, but I do have one. I've got the Boba Fett one. So um but it's very cool. Now mm -hmm. this movie poster that I have I when I saw it I had never seen another one like it before, which always should get your attention, right? <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> you know, not not saying that that I know everything that's ever been put out or put on print for Star Wars, but at this point, I have a pretty good sure. idea. You've seen, you've seen a lot of things. I have. I've seen, um, uh, but I was intrigued that I had never seen this before. And so I did a little asking you know like a good collector does hey when is this from where is it from mm -hmm. you know uh and i and i don't have a lot of detail on it but i can tell you that it's from 1981 okay it's an empire strikes back movie poster or movie advertisement i this is what i don't know which okay. which one of those it is it's on a newspaper like paper okay. and um for and that's not uncommon especially for foreign made uh movie advertisements and is that a tip that it is a foreign poster as well it is it's from thailand okay and uh 
and it's not real big either. Like it, it could, it looks like it could maybe go on like a telephone pole or a, a you know, a bus. A as bus you were saying this and when you said, and I was thinking as you were kind of slowly working your way and teasing everybody into this, um, you know, you said movie poster or movie advertisement. And that had me thinking, you know, we've seen exclusives, especially in those earlier Star Wars years of, like the actual theater posters, as opposed to something that you might've been able to buy at a Walmart, you know, for home use or whatever. So you've got two of those different versions. And then when you said the newspaper thing, that was what kind of pinged also as unusual, but what I saw and envisioned in my head, especially as you said that it was foreign, um, is like, you'll see those people like an alleyway where there's just stuff plastered on the brick and you right. know, like they've come through and swiped it with glue and there's yeah, a part like of me the, that, like punk bands, you know? Yes, exactly. Like just a whole row of different things. And so, you know, I, that may not be what it is, but that's where my mind went as you started to describe this. Okay. So, so it's from Thailand, um, uh, not Thailand. <laughs> okay. Uh, and um, it is Ralph McQuarrie art from Empire Strikes. I tell I'm going to be jealous already. So, oh, hello. I'm trying not to get a lot of glare here. Okay, the blue is is just background. Right. We've got a walker. We've got Luke crouched down. Let me see if. So that's. Uh -huh. There it is. That's. Uh, but is there anything on the back of it? Is it black? There is the nothing back? on the back. Check that out. Those trying not to have a very Bosque feel to them. See my little donut light. <laughs> um, we've got the speeder in the background. We've got that that very hero pose that Luke appears to be in. Um, yeah, and you've got that walker in the background with those Macquarie esque skinny legs. Yeah. Um, that's really really cool, and it almost yeah, it's not huge. No, you can tell by you holding it. I was almost wondering if it was some sort of like newspaper insert, but there's not stuff on the back. That's really interesting. Yeah. Nothing on the back. And it's gorgeous. Like that's one I would immediately pay attention to if I saw it somewhere. Yeah. So, um, Nick in your, in your Macquarie prints, is this one of them? Mm -mm. That doesn't look familiar. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really good. Super cool. And I'm sorry about the no, and I'll yeah, put that's definitely not one that I have. And I think the the set I have is the Star Wars set, so it wouldn't have okay. any Empire stuff in it anyhow. Um, but I don't feel like I've seen that image before. Man. So wh where was the find on this? Was this a Facebook find? Was this an eBay find? This was an eBay find um, because I I I'm I'm always looking for movie posters. <laughs> uh, but uh, Anthony, this is a or, that's a great question. Is this image used in the Empire Strikes Back comic book novelization, 1980? Um, the I don't I don't know the answer to that. I I will investigate. That's a good question. Um, 
but yeah, I'm I'm thrilled I got this because like I said, I've never seen another one. Um and it's not in the 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 two places I usually look for uh movie poster information. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in that. So it makes me think it's not a movie poster, like a officially licensed movie poster, but it is an advertisement. Sure. So um, you know, if only I could speak you know <laughs> Thai. The yeah, Thai not Taiwanese, but uh maybe I guess just Thai. Um but yeah, I, I love it. I, I couldn't be happier about it and pretty reasonable price too. So I'm tickled. That's an amazing score. I'll post some better pictures on Twitter tomorrow. Um, but yeah, that's, that's to me, that's one of those pieces that like, I don't know how many people would have that, right? That's, right. that's a unique item that, uh, you know, it's not the biggest. It, it may not catch your eye when you walk into the room, like the big Italian, you know, movie mm-hmm. poster I have yeah. does. But uh, upon viewing it, it's totally cool. Right. So it's better That's than what I just was able to show you there. Very, very cool. And I was even trying to do a quick Google while you were holding that up, and I'm not finding other similar images, which I'm sure you did that too. Yeah. Um, and I, I found it on eBay. So um, right. every now and then eBay surprises, you know, and, and it was, it was mailed from uh, Thailand. So this is, uh, this is from somebody who had it over there. And well, uh, it, was, now it was, other, <laughs> I am now finding other things I'm going to need, but <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's, I'm, I'm tickled about it. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, like I, I found it, I'd never seen it. I'm sharing mm-hmm. it with you guys. So that in case, uh, you know, I don't think anybody in the, in the chat has seen it before. So it, this is, this is kind of, I'm, I'm kind of pumped that I get to share that, uh, with you guys too, because it's, it's, it's unique. I, I'm, I'm, I won't say it's one of a kind, but, um, it's definitely not very many of a kind you know so yeah that's that really is something and again as somebody who loves macquarie stuff so much i'm intrigued even just to learn the origins of it to find out you know where it came from or what it was used for that's a great idea scuba pete i will definitely do that tomorrow he's probably asleep right now (laughs) um matt it is on a newspaper like paper so yeah, maybe it could have been like a newspaper insert or some sort of like magazine, but back then were you know like Rolling Stones were made out of paper originally, mm-hmm. you know, up until I don't know, probably 1981. I have an Empire Strikes Back Rolling Stones, and it's paper, so that's 1981. They were still printing them on paper. So yeah, maybe um, I'm I'm still on the hunt to find out more information about it. If if anyone's got any good ideas. That's uh, really, really neat. Good find. Good job out of you. Hey, thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks. And I'm glad I can share it with you guys. (laughs) Um, Check that off the list. (laughs) And check. Well, I've fallen down a dangerous rabbit hole of Thailand Empire Strikes Back poster Google image search. So, Yeah. Fortunately, I think the fortunate thing is, Nick, is that they're pretty tough to find. So... 
Yes. Uh, as cool and tantalizing as they are, they don't pop up too much. That's that's good for my wallet, to say the least, and probably my marital status. When yeah, double double dinger there. Um, <laughs> the next thing I wanted to talk about is a movie that I'm sure all of us have seen, and uh, and and it's it's from. You know, if you are 40-something, which, let's face it, we are. It's true. Um, it's a movie that you probably saw when you were a kid, and you probably loved it, and you probably still have a little soft spot for it. Um, and it's the movie Gremlins. Nick, have you seen the movie Gremlins? Many, many times. Okay, me too. But I hadn't seen it in a long time, okay? Uh, but it's on Netflix currently. Mm -hmm. And I was over at uh, one of the uh, OG BMBers, uh, our buddy Trevor's house, uh, last night. And he's like, let's go watch a movie while the wives talk. And, uh, and so I was like, let's, let's watch Gremlins. So I was like, yeah, good idea. Let's watch Gremlins. Um, I hadn't seen it in many, many, many years. But I remember the first time I saw it. My dad, uh, who used to coach high school basketball, was gone in the summertime, mm -hmm. taking his basketball team to a team camp. And so it was me and mom and my two brothers. And back then, you could rent a VHS, uh, two VHS movies and a VCR from rent town USA for five bucks nice. and you'd get it for two nights. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my mom did that. We sprung for a VCR and two movies. And I want to say that the two movies were gremlins and ghostbusters. Okay. I, I mean, classic double feature, classic <laughs> double feature. Show, show me where you've gone wrong. You can't, but mm -hmm. also Paul, we're going to have to have a conversation later because Paul has not seen gremlins. Paul. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> uh, I still love you, Paul, but what is happening in your life? Yes. Uh, you. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Like, <laughs> like right as soon as this is over, go watch it. Anyway, Nick, I, I was, I was so happy to see it again because it brought back like, like I, re like I remembered every scene as it happened. Yes. Right? So, uh, that was, and it's it was one great. of those movies that it's good, it's fun, it hits you with those nostalgic feels. It doesn't all completely age well, like the CGI and the animatronics are super clunky. They're kind of bad. No CGI. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no CGI, there's and that no. was just the word I had for it because that's what we're used to now. But like the puppets, the animatronics, the whatever it is that they did, um, it, it it's pretty clunky, but it's just fun. It's just a fun. You know, it may have been at the time, you know, one of the scariest movies that we would have seen as kids that age, and which now it's not scary, but, you know, you get gremlins put into blenders in the bar. And well, so I wanted to ask you, I've got, I've got a couple of, uh, a couple of trivia questions. Okay. For you. I do love a good trivia. And I know you do. Um, but when, um, 
when Gizmo got wet and popped mm-hmm. out five more uh, Mogwai and right. that eventually turned into gremlins. Okay, there were five. Yes. The mom of the main character mm-hmm. uh, killed three of those five right. in the kitchen. Can you right. name how she killed those three? One was in the microwave. One was in a blender. That was not in the bar. I said the bar earlier. I meant the blender. Um, the third one, was it the garbage disposal? No, that seems like, hold on. That's not my final answer. God, what was the third one? Did she slam its head in the refrigerator door? I don't, I'm out on the third one. What was the third one? <laughs> uh, I'll leave it open to the chat for just a minute. Uh, can anybody come up with the oh, third? Yeah, I think Anthony may be on it already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that came later. Framey, the stairlift. <laughs> that was a classic scene. It made me laugh. Mrs. Mrs. Daigle. Mrs. Daigle. Yeah. Um, yes, Anthony, the butcher knife in a very psycho, mm, very psycho stabby kind of way. That's yes, exactly it. Uh, yeah, three. I think three good ones. And that was it. Um, but uh, it was funny because in the in the very beginning of the movie, the 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 main kid is walking down the street and he passes by a doctor's office and he's like, "Hey, Doctor Moreau!" And it just made me crack up, right? Because like the island of Doctor Moreau. Correct. Uh, anyway, there's just like these little these little things in there, um, which. You know, just made me crack up. Okay, the second, the <laughs> yes. second uh, trivia question that I've got for you, Nick, and you know, I don't, I don't know how well known this is, but it is known. So I, I give you a 50-50 chance of of getting it correct. But um, the the studio where they shot the town scenes in mm-hmm. is the same studio that they used. For another popular 80s movie, Town. Do you know what it was? It's Back to the Future, isn't it? Correct. Yes. The uh, Where where um, Marty drove the DeLorean back in yep. 1950, you know, right right next to uh, the to clock the tower. And the, yep. Yeah, the theater and then all of the stores mm-hmm. along the side. It's dead on. It's the same, yes. just to change the name. And you can the- tell. And yes. I, in fact, we... Um, Last summer, when we were all home during quarantine together, uh, we watched Gremlins with all of our daughters, and they had seen Back to the Future already, and I hadn't seen Gremlins in long enough that I had forgotten that, but as soon as it popped up, um, I was like, holy crap, I was like, that's Back to the Future, and they're like, what? And just within a second, my wife, of course, keyed in on it immediately, and after pointing it out, because you see the cafe, like, where you know, at the fifties, it's the cafe and the eighties, it's the workout gym when all the ladies are in their spandex working out in the window and mayor Goldie Wilson, Goldie Wilson. He's going to clean that town right up. Yeah. Um, have you seen gremlins too? I have seen gremlins too. Not nearly as frequently as gremlins one. Um, the new batch isn't gremlins Two the new batch. Yeah. Not the bad batch. That's different. (laughs) Not the bad batch. Totally different thing. But yes, I have seen 
Gremlins 2, but I'm far less informed on it than I am Gremlins 1. Right on. Um, yeah, so that's that's my uh, quick Gremlins. Uh, there is, and, and, and this is where Josh comes in because I'm not... <laughs> I didn't think of it until we had just started. And, and so I'll post it on Twitter. But there is a Star Wars Easter egg in the bar in Gremlins. Um, and, and it's funny. There's, a, there's an E.T. Easter egg in it because it's a Steven Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Kathleen Kennedy was one of the executive producers, by Correct. the way. Um, as I want to say, Frank Marshall might have been as well. Maybe not Frank uh. Marshall. That's a, but, that may be right. But like the three executive producers were Spielberg, Kennedy, and the third one was another well-known. It might have been George Lucas even. I, mm-hmm. But I can't, I can't think of the third one. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I'll, <laughs> I will post tomorrow the Star Wars Easter egg from Gremlins in it. And it's a good one. It's a good one. And, and it's, it's brief, but it's, it'll make you laugh. Um, all right, let me check that off. Spe- speaking of... Easter eggs, not a Star Wars Easter egg, um, but some of the voice acting in Gremlins um, in the bar scene included Peter Cullen, who was Optimus Prime in the original Star Wars. I mean, the original Transformers. It's a pretty good, pretty good little pull there. Yeah, uh, it was funny because in Gremlins, uh, Judge Reinhold and Phoebe Cates are both in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as what other movie? How are they both in? Pretty uh, famous. Fast Times. Yeah, definitely. Cracked me up. <laughs> yes, and Paul's right. 80s nostalgia. We're the two right guys to go down that avenue. Yeah, we apparently are here to catch Paul up to the 80s here. So. <laughs> That's right. Come, come <laughs> along and join us, Paul. It's fun in the flashbacks of the 80s. And I want to shout out what Matthew said, too. If you haven't watched any of the um, movies that made us on Netflix, they just released a second season last month. And Back to the Future is one of those episodes. And it's a great episode talking about, you know, all the making of. Um, and there's also a great documentary. Um, I think it's called Back in Time, but it's about out in California. And every year they have like the big, it's almost like Rocky Horror, like people show up in costume and act out the movie in big, you know, village green kind of picnic and community celebrations. Um, It's a really great look again. It just another fandom that is out there. Something that we grew up with. I always say the three biggest things for me growing up, as far as movies were star Wars, Indiana Jones and back to the future. Like those were the ones that I really gravitated to. I also had He-Man also had Ghostbusters. Um, But back to the future is one of those ones that just sticks and holds up really well. Like my girls who are, 13, 13, 9, and 5 really like Back to the Future, and we've watched those movies together. So it's a very wholesome piece of that 80s nostalgia that I'm really proud of that we got right. to grow and, up with it and get to share it with, you know, future generations. Right, and there's there's some uh, there's some awkward sexual tension between mother and son, which <laughs> I like to at- brother and sister in Star Wars. Exactly. You know? Happens in Star Wars. It's fine. 80s were a weird time, you know. It's the well, 80s. I don't know if that flies nowadays, but unless it's Game of Thrones, but they they didn't have any of that um, familytree.com or any of that stuff, so they just didn't know. Yeah, 
there's no ancestry.com and that's right, that's what I needed ancestry.com it's <laughs> made up my own yeah yeah um okay last thing here um and again I want to want to remind those that are listening uh that we will be opening up our discord uh to everybody here pretty soon um and we'll we'll make sure uh, invite links are posted on Twitter uh, for those that are interested. Um, and again, you can get the full access by becoming a Patreon member uh, for there's two tiers. There's the there's the one cheeseburger a month tier and there's the one cheeseburger a week tier. So that's five bucks times four. So <laughs> uh, we have those. And uh, and like I said, we got a we got a pretty solid group of people that do that. Um Nick, before we get to the last topic of conversation here, yes, sir. where can people find you? Absolutely. Um, I'm so glad you asked. Podcast of the Wills is a weekly live stream. We go live on Sunday nights on YouTube and Facebook. Um, YouTube.com forward slash podcast of the Wills. All the other social media stuff, we are at Wills Pod. Um, like you said up front, it's an interview. We usually make a cocktail of some sort and name it after the guests. We even have a logo, just like you're holding up. Um, and we've had some really fun people on. And this Sunday night, um, we're actually going to go early this and we're going to go at five o'clock central time. Um, we're doing what I've called a crossover episode. And it is going to be Tom and Brian from the Pink Milk podcast. Okay. With me and also my beautiful wife, Laura. So we're doing a spouse's edition of podcast of the wills and part of the deal and the hook is that um <laughs> there you go sorry tweet it out you knew you'd find it somewhere with this crowd um the the con one of the conceits of the pink milk podcast is that brian is a star wars super fan and his husband tom is quote unquote forced to come along with him tom doesn't really know that much about star wars is in it with him i'm a huge star wars nerd of course and my wife tolerates it but doesn't really get it so we're gonna have the four of us on we're gonna play a couple of games we're gonna talk about fandom being married to spouses who may or may not understand our obsessions some fun stuff like that um so i'd love for anybody to check that out you can go back to any of our old episodes and then and frame me through this up in the chat too i do have a second podcast like i don't have enough things to do um and it is called Heroes of the Mom CU. And what we are doing, I have four daughters and we are watching all of the Marvel movies in chronological order with my wife, who knows nothing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She thought that Mighty Mouse and He-Man were a part of the MCU. Um, so Seems we started reasonable. with Captain America, the first Avenger, then Captain Marvel. And we are up through the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So we pre-record, we ask her what we think. The, she thinks the movie is going to be about, then we watch the movie, then we come back and record afterwards and get her feedback. And it's been a lot of fun. And she has started to kind of come around and kind of start to understand, Oh, you know, and for her, it's the story beats. It's, you know, she thinks Thor is funny. She thinks that, you know, Cap is cute. She thinks, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is really funny. You know, there's all these little bits that um, we've had a lot of fun with and it's something we can do as a family. So, that is not a video podcast, but it's an audio podcast available in most of the audio podcast places. I have too much stuff, but thanks for letting me talk about it. Yeah. Hey, awesome stuff. I, 
I love getting reactions and responses from people who know little, right? Who are mm -hmm. getting exposed to it from mm -hmm. a fresh set of eyes. And in fairness to your wife, you know, about the Mighty Mouse and He-Man yeah. and stuff, Howard the Duck exists, right? So, it's true. So I, I, it's I true. think we, fact, can... we just watched the after credit scene because the most recent movie we did was Guardians. Um, so and... then do you go back and watch Howard the Duck from like 1985? I would love to, but I don't think my kids are prepared for the the duck boobs that you get in the early part of that Play movie. Duck. <laughs> yeah, and um, and some some of the other you know issues there. So we haven't gone back to that, but um, I am interested to. Have you watched What If yet? I haven't. I okay, haven't. really good. It's a lot of fun, and the second episode that came out yesterday um, has a Guardians of the Galaxy sl slant to it. Um, and we get some Howard the Duck that shows up in that, which is a lot of fun. Sweet. Well, um, are you ready for the last topic here? What do we got? Let's go. Don't forget to like and subscribe the channel here. Set reminders. I know we've been a little inconsistent with our time lately, but August has been a lot of Josh family trip, Andy family trip, Josh family trip, Andy you know, day trip, get away with the kids, you know, one last time before school starts and all that stuff. Say, and you haven't started school yet, but it's coming. Yeah, we haven't started quite yet, but uh, it's right around the corner. And and uh, hopefully once we get back into the school routine, we will get back into our regular podcast routine as well. So anyway, last topic for today, and it was kind of the the headliner for today when custom goes wrong, right? When <laughs> custom goes bad. And uh, I've done just enough, like try to do some independent custom things on my own mm -hmm. that I'm dangerous, right? Uh, I made a, a, a Star Wars figure stand in the likeness of a Return of the Jedi yellow card back. Mm -hmm. to hold all my figures. That turned out pretty good, right? I'm pretty happy with that. I painted up a, a Rogue One shore trooper, tank trooper mm -hmm. to resemble a juggernaut trooper from Mandalorian, right? That actually turned up awesome. I love how that turned out. So then I got a little ambitious. Greedy. We'll say. <laughs> um our friend Paul, who we were just teasing earlier uh -huh. about not seeing gremlins and rightly so. <laughs> sure. Uh, he's, he's a big helmet, you know, collector um, troopers in particular. And he did this really cool. He took a Inferno trooper helmet and converted it to a mortar trooper helmet. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's, those are in Mandalorian for those that, that aren't familiar and it turned out great. It looks awesome and really proud of what he did. And I wanted to do that too. Um, I, I had a Inferno trooper helmet and I like it fine. Sure. But you know what? This would be a good opportunity to kind of spread my wings a little bit in the uh, uh, custom game. <laughs> and I wish I wish I had Josh's spinner here. I have a really small one and, and the helmet wouldn't, it would just sit on top of it and sure. not spin because it's too small. But 
Um, <laughs> this uh, you got to show us. I mean, I, let, let me grab it. Yes, um, you need to grab it. And while you're grabbing that, I, I'm excited about this topic because you and I have had this conversation because I have this clone trooper helmet. Yeah, that I have really been heavily considering wanting to turn into a Rex helmet, and I've wanted yeah. to, and I feel like that's relative. You know, it's fairly geometric. You know, you could either tape off and paint some straight lines. You know, it's. I think I can do it, and I still think I'm going to try, but I still hesitate because, like you, I have also done some custom things. In fact, I did a couple of three and three quarter vintage custom figures that I sent to you. Yes, you did. I was really pleased with how they turned out. Like I, that was fun. We'll go get it. It was, it was some of the, the better work that I've done. Um, but in the meantime, there have been other figures and things that I've worked on, um, that I have done that did not turn out so well. I was trying to remember if I had one here nearby. Um, let me look in here, but it can be a very fine line to walk. Ooh, that was bad news. Oh, here it is. Actually, this is a result of what I made that I sent to you. Um, we have we have a a custom. He he's not Bosk. Amateur at this whole figure camera thing. But we've got a Luke body. We've touched up the boots and the pockets, the belt, the gloves. And then he's got a Trandoshan head on him because yeah. this Luke cool. head yeah. went, on, went on. And this is just a random Trandoshan living out in the galaxy somewhere. Um, but he sacrificed his Luke head for one of the ones that I created that I ended up sending to you. So the custom thing can be very... Yeah. Oh, yep. There's there's solo Lando made out of a vintage Lando. And, oops. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke's head just fell off. I know what happened and I can't even see it on camera. <laughs> and then, of course, we have a metal ceremony Luke that I just feel like if you're going to do a customized three and three quarter, I feel like metal ceremony Luke is a rite of passage. But yes, his head is not permanently attached because, you know. That's how all the fancy hot toys come. You can take their heads off. So yeah, I'm just trying to give yeah. you that, trying to give you that high end luxury experience by having a removable head. Yeah. So, so these so far have been examples of when customs go good, right? Right. Or they go adequately, right? <laughs> uh, this one, and, and you'll notice too, like I've got a couple of awesome custom helmets, like right here. For sure. Like awesome. So good. Um, hey, bud. Good to see you. Thanks for uh, making it. All right. Um, okay. So this uh, uh, more uh, mortar trooper helmet that I wanted to make, I got <laughs> the right paint. I taped it off. I used electrical tape because it's pliable. Okay. Um, and for future, does, does the electrical use... tape leave a residue? No, that would be my concern. Okay. Nope. It did not leave a residue residue. And, and to my credit, it was pliable. I could I could get a nice curve right. with with the tape. The only thing is is that it didn't adhere very well to the the, the helmet. If Does I was just doing a, a straight finish to it, it um, no. Well, I don't remember now, but okay. um, 
as long as it was a straight line, it, it stayed on okay, but the curves tended to lift. To get and a little so, seepage going on. So there was. So when I went and, and I painted, uh, it bled out to where I didn't want it to be. And um, and and so the the real bummer part was is that I didn't catch it right away. And so it the paint dried, you know, outside of the lines, essentially. Right. So it looked bad. Like there's a couple of spots that just looked real bad. So then I thought, well, maybe, maybe I can sand it off, you know. Mm -hmm. And I tried that and it that wasn't working. <laughs> um, and then I thought, well, maybe I can battle damage it a little bit and kind of, you know, hide it. Weathering, sure. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it was one of <laughs> it was one of those things where it was like there a couple of pebbles then turned into rocks then turned into boulders and the next thing i know i had an avalanche on my hands okay <laughs> next thing you know you're chunking it underneath the tire of your pickup truck so uh the next thing i know i've got my skill saw out and i'm i'm making you know some it's it's as though the mortar blew up right in front of the thing <laughs> in, in the helmet yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> it definitely looks battle damaged. I will I will give myself that. However, I like it to build not... up to this because this feels like one of those classic like Twitter Pinterest deals where it's like what I was trying for and then the nailed it version of it. <laughs> yeah. This is like nailed it helmet edition. <laughs> yeah, or like my fall plans and then the delta variant. <laughs> the you delta know? variant. There you yeah, go. So so I, I'll give it to you in two sides. Well, you right? got to full screen looks... this because we need the full experience. Oh, yeah, you're probably right here. Okay. And I'm I'm allowing myself to be a little vulnerable here, too, because <laughs> it did not turn out like I thought. Um, I It wasn't all bad, though. I, there are some positives to be gained from this. but Excellent. Here, here's my helmet. Okay. So far, so good. Okay. Battle yep. damaged. I like it. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, but here i'm here's what i'm going to tell you right now this is great it's not this is a zombie trooper andy this oh, is, is i i i'm telling you right now where i work i work for a community blood bank in the southeastern part of the united states and we work every year with dragon con and we go over and for the entire length of Dragon Con, we set up in the hotel. We do a huge blood drive. We collect like eight or 900 units of blood. It's a big deal. And so I have been added to the Dragon Con Facebook pages. So I have been seeing all this stuff in the lead up to Dragon Con. And somebody today posted a picture of their cosplay that was essentially a zombie trooper. And that might as well be the helmet they're wearing. I, I see nothing wrong with that. I would display that helmet as it stands right now. <laughs> it's battle damaged it's fantastic I, i'm i love no, that this moment. is not this isn't paint smudges this is this is like no this guy right. died oh no doubt like that guy yeah. totally ate it like and he probably blew himself up like I, I have also been playing um doom lately on playstation 4 and it's the newer it's not the old one that we had in like the 90s it's the newer you know good graphics and all that stuff but I still die primarily shooting somebody with the rocket launcher when they're too close to me. This is the result of shooting somebody with the rocket launcher too close to you. 
Yeah. Um, there is a book called Death Troopers. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it is about like a virus. Correct. Es- escapes on a, on a, like a star cruiser and, mm-hmm. and all of the troopers go zombies. So yeah, maybe, maybe there's that, but that's an so, old EU classic. Exactly. Um, so yes, obviously the, the poor guy or gal did not make it right. This, uh, there was, uh, damage beyond uh saving here um so can we talk let, about let me, the let me, for a minute what's that which helmet was that before you started i mean i it was it was the uh the flame uh, the uh flame trooper yeah the flame trooper from mandalorian okay was so, that a black so this was all red trooper? so i just basically painted over the red okay 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 so um, let me let me tell you the positives I'm going to draw from this. Do it. This learning experience. First of all, um, I think my idea of taking a skill saw and nicking it up, and uh-huh. then taking one of those like butane torches and just kind of going over it, I think that was the right idea. Sure. Um, and what what ended up happening too is that. You see like these light brown discolorations? Uh-huh. Yeah, they show up. That's from holding the torch, you know, just kind of going over it, not holding it in one spot for very long. Right. But but it it tanned, which I wasn't expecting, which makes me want to get just like a regular trooper helmet and then just torch it and it'll look mm-hmm. like one of those remnant troopers from the remnant troopers from Manda. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. And so like this this browning, mm-hmm. that was a cool find right i didn't i wasn't expecting that to happen and then it did so like if you're into making your own stuff you know those little like click on you know hold your thumb down torches yeah uh, that's that's how i did it now i did get a little carried away but um and and this is what i'm gonna say and i also love too when you were showing that browning on what i think is your left side um the less damaged side um other side turn the other way the the yellow where the paint is like it has a good crackle around those edges from the heat and all of that like again here's what i'm telling you this is a success i know it wasn't what you set out for but i actually truly think this is fantastic and if you aren't going to display it at your house you need to send it to me because i would proudly display it at my house like i really love that helmet and i think it's neat um the way it turned out and again Get your get your wife to do some zombie makeup, and that's Halloween. You're a zombie death trooper. Yeah, I can't Carry see out of it though. <laughs> that's true. Well, Luke Skywalker himself said, "I can't see a thing in here." Yeah, it's now before it was deformed. Could you see out of that helmet? Yes. Okay. I haven't had the opportunity to put one of those on, but like I have the Boba Fett, and I have put it on. And I kind of have to tilt it down and forward for the T part of the visor to hit my eyes in the right eye line. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, I tried to do what Paul did and this is what I got. So. It wasn't a complete loss. I learned, you know, it was a learning experience. 
And there are some things that uh, <laughs> that uh, I, yeah, as the great Bob Ross says, That's happy right. little accidents. Um, you know, I think I I kind of dirtied it up, and and the torch part was good, but there was just it was tough to reel it back in once I got going. Uh, and like I said, I know it wasn't what you set out to do, but I actually think it turned out in a way that's still neat and still displayable. And honestly, when I see it, and this may sound dumb, but the image I have is in that first season of Mando when they have the big showdown in the courtyard and they brought in all the 501st guys and they were all talking about how they got to be the troopers and the extras and the whatever. Um, I see this helmet laying on its side in a courtyard or the ones that were on the spikes that we got in that original Mando trailer. Like there's a in universe authenticity to what you did unintentionally that I think is really neat. Yeah. Well, thanks. You're very kind. I will say this. I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> you should uh, get rid of it. It's, but it's not going in that case. <laughs> I know that. So that's okay. Uh, yeah, we'll chalk it up to a learning experience. And and yeah, um, if I ever have the opportunity to do it again, I will take what I have learned and uh and and just try and build off of it, right? You're never great at something the first time you try it. Of course. So some things just take a little bit more practice and and uh, I've come away with uh, a baseline knowledge now. Well, and, and that I think that's a great point. And, you know, to kind of give it some real world application, we're talking about customs in general. Um, I, I had made like three or four custom figures, the little three and three quarters, just, you know, goofing off in my shop out here before I realized that the test or model paints that I use doing models all growing up are not the right kind of paints for the kind of plastic that are on these kind of figures. And so some of them worked because it was a small amount of paint and it eventually dried and whatever. But like that cape that is on the solo Lando that I sent you, that was a problem for a long time. Like it took weeks for it to finally kind of get all, it may not be dry now for all I know um, because the whole latex versus acrylic, like you have to figure some of that out along the way. And if you're lucky, you have somebody that gives you the heads up and goes, Hey, this is the kind of paint that you want to do. Um, but you're right. You learn those things. And especially with vintage toys, you know, I've had a couple of the, um, vintage Imperial troop transport that I've restored, getting that record player to work. The first one, I never got it to work. The second one I did because yeah. I figured out some differences in what I did the first time. And so, there's an experience there that you've gained and grown from. And I think that is still, it's a fun part of the process. And with that particular helmet, it's going to sit in the corner of your space somewhere. And when you see it, you'll be like, Oh yeah. Remember that time I did that crap in the driveway. That was funny. Yeah. I, I even made like a little video out of it and it was like, ah, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to post that. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. What's that saying? We grow beyond or whatever. They are what, they are what, wait, we are what they grow beyond. That's it. So this is what we hope to grow beyond. That's right. You will grow beyond <laughs> self-immolated self mortar trooper. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so the next one will be different. Uh, fingers crossed, Framey, that in season three, a mortar trooper blows up, and and next thing you know, that's canon now. And now, now everyone will be clamoring for it. So. I just got a text message from John Favreau, and he wanted to know could he borrow that for set deck for season three. So I'll pass your information along, and y'all can negotiate the details. Don't worry about it, Nick. He's already got my number. It's fine. <laughs> Um, so I, okay. So that was, that was it, Nick. That's, that's all I wanted to talk about. Um, so if, if you want to, we can do a bonus topic. Let's go. Okay. I'm here for it. it everybody that's still listening. Thanks for listening. If you want to go home, go to bed, you know, go <laughs> watch gremlins, Paul. Um, sure. Go do that. We're going to talk about one more thing. And this is the, uh, this is the uh, special features. Nice. Um, and I have one thing I want to show off too. So we'll call it 1.5 bonus things. Okay. Um, well, do you want to go first? Or you want to go second? Sure. I'll go first. Go first. You know this because we texted about it two weekends ago. Um, but I am a huge baseball fan. Baseball is my original sporting love. Um, I grew up as a St. Louis Cardinals fan. And when we moved to Alabama, in the late 80s, I became a diehard Atlanta Braves fan and still am to this day. Um, so two Fridays ago, a buddy of mine and I found out that it was Star Wars night at the Braves game in Atlanta. So we road tripped over, went to Braves game. I hadn't been to the new stadium that they built a few years ago. So it was a nice night to get away, drink some beers, watch baseball. And Star Wars was involved. Previously, I had gone to a Braves Star Wars night and Atlanta has a big 501st. So they had tons of people. Tons of people in costume. None of that was there this year, which I'm sure had a lot to do with COVID. And some. And also, it's late July, August in Atlanta, Georgia, which means it's hot as hell and people in costumes would probably pass out and die. Um, so we went to the game. But what was fun, and part of this actually does tie directly to you guys, because those sweet, sweet Holocronicles hats that you are wearing right now and that I still don't have one of. Oh, yeah. Um, the debate for a long time has been flat bill or curved bill. Mm. I am a person of an age that I believe am too old for a flat bill hat, but you and I are the same age and I see you wearing one or I see Josh wearing one and I go, maybe it'll work. That's fine. Well, the giveaway for star Wars night at the Braves game was this really fun hat. Oops. I... Which is, it is indeed a flat bill hat, but it's got Yoda on it. Sure. And it's like a word cloud. So it says like great Jedi master Yoda, all this kind of stuff. You've got the Braves logo on this side. You've got new era on this side, snapback, you know, all the things. So one, I was excited just to get it in general. It's just something fun to have tied to that, you know, combining of my two loves, but I put it on when we were at the game and it is confirmed. I'm going to need a curved bill holocronicles hat. because. <laughs> I sent the picture of me wearing that flat bill hat to my wife and she went, I mean, if you love it, that's cool. But it was very apparent that that doesn't work for my head. So now, now hold on a second here. <laughs> now backwards, um, which I'm also not afraid to rock a backwards hat. That's a different story. But so <laughs> you want to, here's, here's maybe a little peek behind the curtain more than you need to know. But when, when I'm trimmed up short, right, short beard, haircut, I like to go curved bill. 
And when the beard starts to get a little longer, starts to fill out, especially down in the chin region, kind of extends my face, right? My jawline, I go, I go flat bill. Okay. Um, I, you know, I don't know if that helps at all, but maybe, maybe if we could see what it looks like on you. <laughs> now, I don't think that looks bad. Mm. And you could even, you could even curve it. Like I, I curve my flat bill just a little bit. See, we're getting more into my like King Griffey Jr. comfort zone here when we just turn it on backwards like the kid. That's a good look. So that's a good, but it also works really well on top of my Rise of Skywalker popcorn bucket right here over my shoulder. So that seems like the most likely option, Hmm. but it's fun. And I had a great time at the game and I had fun hanging out with my friend Matt. Um, But yeah, I'm with Framie. Nope. Not a flat bill guy. Curved is curved is my way. <laughs> but Gary, I appreciate the sentiment, and I don't love it, and that's the thing. So whenever I eventually get the opportunity to buy my own Holocronicles hat, it will be a curved bill Holocronicles hat. All right, Derek. Derek <laughs> says it uh, looks good on you. Well, so Derek, Derek is sweet, and Derek is being nice to your emergency guest host, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's it's similarly with my helmet. Uh, it's a <laughs> it's something only a mother could love, right? That's right. Well, that's good. So, so what is your bonus content? Let's get to that. Okay. Well, um, I have found something that might stop me from collecting, at least temporarily. Uh oh. Um. We're that's just, what, we're I just gonna have to that's what I keep saying about the celebration ticket I don't have yet, but continue. <sighs> it happened very quickly. Okay. Um, in fact, it happened on Friday. And, uh, and it's something that I have a passion for. I also love. Um, and I'm... It's it's going to impinge on my on my Star Wars collecting. <laughs> Wait, um, I think I know what this is now. I you might. Um, let me just put a picture up here. Do it. There it is. So I got this Super on Friday. Beetle. It's a 1974 convertible Super Beetle Sunbug. It's beautiful it's awesome nick it is so, so much fun cool. so you did I've get been, it what's that you did get it i got it it's mine yeah you did um <laughs> i had a bug in high school that me and both of my brothers drove mm-hmm. uh, so we've uh, the three of us have always talked about getting a bug again or all three of us getting bugs again and and there's, I mean, there's some stories behind it, but the long and short of it is that when I got into the car to take it for a drive, like that might've been like, I haven't driven a stick in 20 years. Right. And I haven't driven a Volkswagen in 25 years. Okay. And uh, when I sat down and turned the key and it fired right up in that, unmistakable unmistakable growl yeah yep and i took off or actually i had to put it in reverse first so that means going down 
to mm-hmm. the right, down or excuse me, right. down to the left, and then yeah, down toward to the you. left. Yeah, uh, it it was just it, like it all came back to me, like riding a bicycle, and I yeah, took yeah. off in that thing, and it was like I was like. I've never felt more like Han Solo when he said, was, Chewie, I'm home. I was literally about to say, as Han Solo says, Chewie, we're home. It's it's awesome. It's it, awesome, Nick. Now It really is stunning. Like, we talked about this last week. You sent me some pictures. We talked on the phone about it. But, like, this picture right here, like, that's the hero shot. Like, I am so excited for you. It's truly beautiful. That's so fun. In a way, Paul, yes. In a way. Uh, so I'm gonna here's how I'm gonna tie this to all you guys. Okay. Uh, it's it's going to have an impact on my collecting in some sort of capacity because I'm already on the lookout for original wheels for it. I have two, I need two more. These are not the original wheels with it. They're nice, I like them, mm-hmm. but it would also be nice to have the originals. Uh, original set um so you know that's going to take some collector type hunting to find because at a cursory internet search i haven't found any yet if i can ask because i love this kind of stuff are the originals the moon hubcaps no they're not they're a sport they're a sport wheel um like a five spoke uh no no i i guess i'll have to take a picture of it i, I don't really know how right. to describe well, welcome it. to car talk with nick and andy yeah um uh jd we will find a way we will That's find right. a way we so will, uh we'll ratchet strap you to the top of that thing jd um and i i appreciate i appreciate the nice comments um <laughs> but uh <laughs> it's it's something that i've that i've wanted to get for a long time i never really kicked it around until the pre until the opportunity presented itself and i was like oh man i uh uh well yeah let's do it and guess how much it costs a month to insure it Ooh, i'm gonna go ahead and say 47 dollars. you are way off <laughs> It's $9 a month, $9 a month. That's amazing. All right. So let me ask you this in the state of Alabama, we have vintage car tags and I'm sure y'all do too. Yep. How old does it have to be to qualify for the vintage car tag, which I'm sure it does. Um, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but it has collector vehicle plates. Okay. Cause our vintage, I think is 20, anything older than 25 years qualifies for the vintage tag. Um, and it may even be like a one-time fee and that's it. Like it's not a thing you have to renew every year. Um, but I just want to say too, because you've got this picture up here, that gold paint job is doing it. Like, I really like that. Like you've seen tons of yellow bugs. So, you've seen. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I was going to tell you that that paint color is a feature only on the gold uh, on the sun bugs. Okay. Okay. So only a limited number of sun bugs were produced. Even fewer of them were convertible. That color is unique to the sun bug. Um, um, among some other little features too, but 
you know, aren't really features because they're a Volkswagen. But anyway, um, uh, <clears throat> Paul asks the perfect question because I want to tie this. This is how I'm going to tie it to you guys. So you guys have a little bit of investment in, in my new, my new joy, right? Um, are you going to name her? That's a great question. Uh, our friend Jackson, uh, I was talking to him earlier this week about other things. And I mentioned I had gotten a new car and he's like, you know, all cool cars need a name. It's true. You know, like the Falcon. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, and so here's what I want to do. I'm going to make this a little uh, competition amongst friends here. Um, I want name suggestions for the Sunbug. Okay. Now it already comes with a nickname, right? The Sunbug is the nickname for right. this car. And it has a little tag that is on the rear. Um, anyway, but uh, after this video closes, in the comments section, I'd like everybody to come up with a nickname for the car. And, uh, and let me let me uh, let me get us back here. I'm going to take the picture down. Um, Do I get to play in this game too? Because I already know what mine's going to be. You absolutely can. Uh, you are included in this. In fact, everybody except for Josh and I can participate. Uh, you don't have to be a follower, although it'd be nice. You don't have to be a subscriber, although again it would be nice. You don't have to be a patron, although you're missing out. Um, but here's the deal. The best name, the best name for my new car is going to get themselves a book of Boba Fett poster from Red 5 Design. Okay. Let me post this up here. Um, <laughs> Gary, nice. I like it already. Uh, all right. Now, save your good ones for the YouTube comment section after the video is over. All right. So, if you've got the best one, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a Boba Fett, a book of Boba Fett poster uh, from Red Five Designs, who um, who's a sponsor of the show. So, best comment gets a poster. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. And uh, and thanks for hanging out for the bonus content here. Nobody left. So that was I awesome. One more, I have one more thing. I'm okay. sorry. The, no. This was from earlier. Um, Scuba Pete is still here. Scuba Pete asked a very important question earlier in the chat, way back up top, um, mm. but I didn't want to yeah. interrupt you. Um, he wanted to know what I was drinking tonight. And we've mm -hmm. you and I have had this conversation already. So, Pete, this is for you. I am drinking Kirkland Costco small batch bourbon, which is made by Barton 1792. It, this is a one liter bottle in Alabama. It's $30. It is delightful. If I may recommend alongside that, also the Kirkland's bourbon bottled in bond. Also Barton 1792. Neither of which are a sponsor of Podcast of the Wills or the Holo Chronicles, but Barton, <laughs> hit us up. Costco, hit us up. We can make that happen. Um, but they are great 
really good value price bourbons and I'm a, I love bourbon, but I can't afford all the fancy stuff. So I'm always looking for great value price bourbons and both of these are absolutely delicious. So I recommend them to anybody that has a Costco, has a Kirkland brand in their area. Check them out. It's fun. Sorry, please continue. No, you're absolutely right. Paul's in agreement. Kirkland liquor is delicious. Um, <laughs> not a sponsor <laughs> yet. Right. Okay. Um, I myself uh, have um, a new summer beverage that I've been I've been really uh, jonesing on here. It's a little cran apple juice with crown royal apple. And, and in that kick-ass mug so i mean yeah the mug my wife got me a nice wooden mug like this is a man's mug right that's what, so that's what men drink out of yeah and and dwarves <laughs> you know so uh, so yeah that's what that's what we're drinking this evening uh nick thank you so much for hanging out my with pleasure i had a lot of fun thank you for having me i know it's a little late where you're at but i appreciate you hanging out with us again if you have a good name for my golden 1974 super beetle sun bug and it doesn't have to be star wars related it'd be cool if it was but it doesn't have to be i'm not limiting it to to just star wars a good name is a good name so if if you post a great name for the car in the comments in youtube after this video ends then uh then you put yourself in the running to get yourself a, a book above a fat poster from red five designs I'll, uh, I'll mail it off I'm, right away. I'm going to tell you mine right now because I already have that amazing poster. Thanks to mm. you. Mm. Um, no, no, so no. I'm gonna, no, 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 Nick. Are you sure? Are you yeah. sure? Okay. Do it for the, uh, algorithm. Do it for the algorithm. Fair enough. Got it. Yeah. But, uh, thanks. Thanks for those who are watching. Thanks who are catching it on rewind. Uh, we will be back with Josh next week for sure. Be on the lookout for our Discord invites on Twitter, as well as a couple of posts from tonight's topics. And uh, you can comment and share, and, and we can continue the conversation. Nick, thanks you once again. And uh, oh, wait a second. I got to get this dialed up because again, <laughs> I'm not right, you're doing it all. And I you've am. done a great job doing it all, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. All right, everyone, go play with your toys. We'll see you soon. Are we still on? <laughs>